What's going on, men of standards? This is your host, uh, the very debonair, the very great. Um, if you don't know, I'm about to introduce myself, Jason Nelson. All right, maybe not Devin and Gray. I couldn't think of no runners off the head real quick. But, man, uh, <laughs> if this is your first time uh, tuning in to Men of Standards, welcome. This is the podcast where we talk about all things men, uh, encouragement, um, spiritual guidance, um, everything physically, mentally, emotionally, and most importantly, uh, spiritually. And we have got... I, we, me and the Lord. I have you want to put it together. It's a good show today. Um, but before I talk about anything, before I go to anything, let me tell you how how life is sometimes. I ain't gonna say suck, but kind of just throw you a curveball. So this is actually my second time recording this uh, podcast. Uh, I'm not bitter. I'm not mad. Uh, I already put like four or five holes in, in the wall. Um, so let's just say I'm redecorating. I already recorded this podcast once, and I was uploading it. Um, I was uploading it to get it, you know, ready to publish, ready to you know get out and send to y'all, so y'all can have some some really good fire stuff. But uh, the good Lord's like, hold up, let me give you a little bit of adversity. Pow, pow, let me throw this up in here. It ain't finna record, and it's not gonna upload. Man, I'm trying to tell you. So with the with 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 the with the podcast uh, app that I use, it gives you 30 minutes to record. So me, being long-winded, maybe the good Lord uh, trying to tell me not to be so long-winded, which I might be doing right now. Uh, it got to 29.45, and I was trying to hurry up, give all the little tidbits and everything else like that. And it got there, and it says, nah, dog. You know, I remember that? Oh, nah, bruh. Bruh. It... it it did not record. And I had to call. I, I had to call as a reinforcement. I had to call Godspeed. I'm trying to tell you, I need to prosper to Godspeed on the muscle because I'm telling you, me and his computer was about to have it. But um, I'm learning in my life now, uh, getting older, um, being married, you know, at a different job. You know, you sent through things and things happen uh, that are out of your control. And it's not about um, what happened. It's about now what you're going to do. I told myself, I was like, man, I'm never going to get that back. <laughs> I'm upset. I went over there to cry to my wife. My wife was like, oh, go do it again. So, you know, I you know, I could have boxed up. You know, y'all know how it is sometimes. But sometimes God challenges you in some of the most can be uh let's just say testing ways but i'm here again um i think in life we have to know that adversity will come adversity is a part of life and you cannot dodge adversity i was just listening to an interview by uh shannon sharp and he said you show me a man that's never been through been through anything i'll show you a man who's never uh who doesn't have any accomplishments and i want to be uh, a man that is accomplished. I want to be a man of standards. Shameless plug. All right. So what we talking about today? We, of course, are talking about things about men. You know, I think I I think I know this topic pretty well. 
because I've been a man. Uh, well, I've been male my whole life. Uh, I've been a man uh, for a good little bit of that uh, time too. So we're talking about. I, I I I went through my phone. I was like, let me think of all my good friends, my good male friends, because. I'm not the only one that knows everything about me, and I'm not the only one that's going through what I'm going through. So I'm like, man, who who do I need to call? So all right, boom, let me hit up, let me hit up these these couple guys. So shout out to my good friend uh, Quincy Pernell. Shout out to uh, my good friend once again, Prosper the God Speed, Juante Anthony. Shout out to my good friend uh, Raheem, uh, Demanu, my two big brothers Kenny and Eric, uh, my good friend uh, Will. Uh, that I already said the main, but uh, shout out to all of them because they they really gave me some things that I was like, man, dang, I'm going through that too. Oh man, you going through that too? You know, you you never expect because sometimes sometimes us men we don't want to take 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 off our cape and be non superheroes around each other. But this challenge is for that. This challenge you can put your cape down. You know, be Clark Kent. Be uh, what's the what's the what's the uh. What's a dude for uh, Flash? Uh, I don't know. But be whoever they is when they ain't super. Not saying that you ain't super now, but be, just be there. You want to be Kevin? Be, be, be Chris Evans. I don't care. Be whatever Marvel character you want to be. But today, we're talking about that big F word. No, I'm not talking about that. There won't be no cussing on here. Talking about fear. Why do we have fear? Why do we have fear? Especially even to expound on that question. Why do we have fear if we have God? Because we do know faith and fear can't be in the same can't they can't reside together. They don't they don't mix, they can't be in the same place. It's like having two two uh two you know it's just like my dad used to tell me, now you can't be grown to stay here. It's only it's only it's only room enough two grown folk up in here. It doesn't work. Faith and fear they cannot be in the same area, they cannot reside in the same place. So, to get a greater mem- uh, uh, meaning of something, I was always taught you need to go to the root. As a gardener, if you go outside and you try to plant anything uh, or you try to uproot anything or till your ground, the first thing you need to do is uh, dig up all, you need, to, you need to till the grounds and you need to get up the roots. Because if you don't, then the weeds and all the other plants that you do not want is going to come back and going to come back full-fledged. Trust me, I just moved into a house and I am digging up stumps with a axe, a hatchet, and some other saw. So pretty much I'm the machine. If you could see me right now, I'd be flexing. Anyway, um, so fear and faith. So I had to understand where does fear come from? Where did fear originate? If you really think about it, you know, let's 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 just think about it. Where did fear originate? And I had to go back and I had to look at the uh, story of Adam and Eve. You're like, Jason, what, what they got to do with anything? Adam and Eve, they didn't. If you go back and look at it, and if you read, um, this is after God had uh, created Adam, after he had, of course, after he had created Eve, and he had given instructions, and, you know, they were around living, living life. And around, of course, you know in the story, around the third chapter, third chapter of Genesis, and if you don't know the story, around the third chapter in Genesis, um, the devil came around. Satan, the enemy, a serpent, came around and 
basically um food Adam and Eve and 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 and, and they ultimately fail fail and in verse 10 after they had failed after they had made the decision to go in and eat the fruit um their eyes became open meaning they saw things in a in a different light if you if you would and their eyes became open and they instantly were afraid you know, they instantly were ashamed of themselves. They instantly, but in verse ten it says, um, "Well, in verse, let me go, let me go to verse nine to give you some backdrop." Verse nine, and it said, uh, "And it said, uh, well, verse eight through ten, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day." And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called, Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So this is the first time you ever see a, 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 you know, the word afraid um, of, um, mentioned in the Bible. And in my most opinion, and what I feel to be true, is that fear comes from sin. Just like every, just like everything else that is uh, not of God, um, it's, it's, it's from that humanistic side of who we are. That's, that's not, you know, that's not of God. Because every day you're trying to be more like Jesus and less like yourself. They even said in the church down in Mississippi, where I'm from, um, you know, more of you, less of me. So when sin came into the world, we got all things, we got, you know, backbiting. And, you know, of course, if you read later, later on in Genesis, you uh, see the first murder. Um, you got all these things, but you also had this thing called fear. One of um, the, my, my favorite movie, I know a lot of people don't. You know, think this was a great film, but it it was kind of. So it was this movie called After Earth. Will Smith and his son made it probably, probably about ten years ago. And in the movie, it um Will Smith was was I, I forgot what it was, but it was these monsters, and they could sense fear. Um, but if you were able to not be fearful, you were able to walk among them and kill them and fight them and stuff like that. So it was called After Earth, and he was explaining. That danger is definitely real, but fear is not. And I had to tell Will, I like, I don't know about that. You know, you know, Will Smith is a pretty smart dude or whatever. But uh, you know, fear for me, you know, fear, fear is pretty real. You know, with all the things that's going going on there, you know, especially what's going on there. You know, people, people fearful. You can see it in the grocery store. All type of bread gone. Tissue is just going out of here. But yet. Vitamins stay on the shelf. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. But that's that's different different episode. Um, but fear is definitely something that we all deal with. Something that we can't just uh, put aside. Something that we can't just um, harbor inside ourselves because it's you know it's it's real. It's real to us. So I had uh, in, in, in what I'm saying is fear is derived from sin. So I had an example. So I figured that sin, uh, I mean, that fear comes in the result of two things. 
it's either it can be driven from a poor choice or fear can be um can derive from the result from the unknown result of a good choice. Sometimes we make good choices and it's not popular. Um, you know, Martin Luther King um was uh, you know, of course, um maybe I didn't know him personally, but he walked around as to be not a not a fearful man. The, and he was making good choices, but in those times of the you know, Jim Crow South and everything, you know, I can imagine how fearful that would be to be making good choices and ultimately it cost him his life. But I got an example to, you know, because I I learned like this, maybe you learn like this, maybe you already get what I'm saying. But sometimes I cut down a tree just to get a toothpick. Hold on to what I'm saying. John and Jim in the stove. Jim takes care of it. That's the poor, that's the bad choice. That's the poor choice. John tells his daddy on Jim. That's the good choice. Now, what Jim fears is what his punishment from his father might be. What John might fear is what his brother might do to him. Fear is all is all around us. And I think in, in one of the one of I, for men, I think the greatest fear is failure. I think for me, one of the things that scare men all too well is the fear of failing. One of my good friends brought this up. He told me, he's like, Jason, I think about that all the time. I think about failing. You know, and I told him too, I was like, man, I think about failing sometimes in in, in, in my marriage, I think about failing sometimes at my job. I think about uh, failing, you know, with my relationship with my mom and my dad, uh, with my with my brothers and everything like this. I, I we think about that all the time. And what does that? Where does it derive from? How does that fear impact us? And I was reading this article, and uh, the article was by, uh, excuse me, uh, I am prepared. Um, I just have to go looking for things, which is okay. The article is by Mathis Kennington, a PhD, A Meaningful Change. And the title of the article was How Fear Impacts Men. And one of the things he talked about is how men from an early age are um, taught to provide and do all these things before they even talk who they who, who they are. So from so if you can imagine, you know, just like we all know, Coming up, we were always taught to be providers, protectors, and everything else like that. You know, don't do that. Stand up straight. You know, things of that nature. And and I believe the comedian Chris Rock made it even more plain is that men, that women, children, and pets, uh, they their love for who they are. But men, I love based on what they can bring to the bring to the table. And I thought that was really deep because, yeah, that is one of the things that go that go into sometimes uh, sometimes my frustration. So I, I, I said and I just thought about that, but here's, here's what it says. Our whole lives, no, no, let me start from the top. Where they struggle is understanding that doing is just listening off of a piece of their hearts. It's like a foreign lady. That's, that refers to us when, you know, when, when I'm. Um, we're listening to issues from our wives or our girlfriends and everything, and you know I'm I've just learned to be quiet and listen. Everything doesn't have a solution, 
But it says this with men. Our whole lives we've been taught that our value comes from what we produce and not who we are. Mic drop. I started, I when I read that and I was I almost clocked out. Just just cause because I wanted to go home really. But uh I was like, man, that is that is so true. And you know, we have that fear that maybe if we don't produce enough, maybe if we don't have a lot to offer, you know, the in, you know, if we're incompetent in some areas, that's a that's a fear that we got. That's something that we have. Like things that's going on now. You know, the reason why, you know, this God laid this on my heart was because, you know, with the pandemic that was going on, you know, the fear of, you know, maybe me losing my job, you know, what would I do? You know, being so young in my marriage, you know, a constant a, a fear of, you know, me and, you know, in my marriage, if I don't learn certain things or be able to adapt to certain things, man, maybe this thing won't this thing won't work out. But but God is 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 telling us when we get into those places where we're fearful, we we still think we like have control. And God wants you to give him control. You know, you don't have to be fearful when God gives you all these scriptures about, you know, faith is something that I haven't gave you. I've given you a sound mind. You know, uh, Psalms 46 and 10, be still and know that I'm God. You can rest and sure that, you know, where you don't have the answers, where you can't understand, where where, where you might be falling uh, short or you might feel like you, you're you not enough or you're not significant, that God, God through you is enough. He, he, he through you he's enough so what does God say about fear so I'm going to give y'all all these scripts because in the last video that didn't say uh, I had to hear him and spit these out like bone thirst hum. Uh so I'm going to give y'all all these scriptures and we'll we'll run through a few of them we'll, we'll, I'll give them all to you and then we'll, we'll we'll run through a few of them so you got 2 Timothy 1 and 7 you got Philippians 4, 6, and 7. You got 1 John 4 and 18. You got Psalms 56 and 3. Psalms 34 and 4. Isaiah 41 and 10. Joshua 1 and 9. This next book, I'm very Southern and I have trouble pronouncing it, but I'm going to do my best. Don't judge me. Uh, Deuteronomy 31 and 6. I know that's funny. Psalms 23 and 4. Matthew 6 and 34. Roman, Romans 8 and 31. Proverbs 3 and 7. Psalms 34 and 9. Deuteronomy 3 and 22. And Judges 6 and 23. So a few of these. You know, I was picking up and I was going through because, you know, God wants us to continue to be in our word daily because we know what he says. We don't have to worry about what CNN says. If we if we believe in what these pages hold, then we don't have to believe in what the newspaper says. Now, I'm not saying that you completely ignore what's going on in life as far as with the especially with the pandemic. By all means, you know, be wise and yes, wash your hands. Please, come on, man! Don't be out, don't be out there just dirty palm. Wash your hands, take precaution. Even even after all this, all this get through. Remember, wash your hands. So we got. So the first one I want to uh, I want to read 
is Second Timothy, um, one and seven. You know, I I I I said uh once before I'm one of them Christians that you know I've been in church a long time, but ever so often I gotta go to my uh, table of contents and look at where where stuff at. Don't judge me. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. It's all right. We all we we all somewhere. And I and I, and I walk. You might you might be in Matthew. I might be in Luke. But we all run the same way. Let's see here. All right, here we go. Boom. Then he had a look. Look at that. Look at that. I probably should have had this already looked up to. All right, anyway. So, Second Timothy, first chapter in the seventh verse, it says, "For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power." And of love and of a sound mind. It's not of God. It's not it's not a it's not of God. I just said at the beginning of the video that faith and fear can't reside in the same place. You can be faithful and precautious though. Like I said, man, you know, one of the greatest uh explanations uh I heard as far as <laughs> as far as with the pandemic and people, you know, not so much canceling church, because church is not canceled. If you have, you know, a lot of churches now can go over, um, you know, go over the net and everything you can watch by video. And, you know, some people that were still having church. And one of the pastors said, you know, we can't let faith, uh, you know, be over our, over our common sense. If a, health, if, a, if a building inspector came in and said that your roof was about to fall in, would you still, would you still have church? Be telling him, oh yeah, well, you know, God gonna make sure you hold up. Man, it's a whole hole that's up in your roof. Please don't come here. So you got Philippians 4, 6 chapter, uh, 4, 4 chapter, 6, 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts. And minds through uh, through Christ, we have to we 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 have to get to a point where we where we put all our trust in God, where we where we, where we cast all the cares, where we where we turn out sin. And I had to do that this weekend. Just it, it was just too much. One update after another update, and then you go on social media, people talking crazy, people talking about the Walking Dead, you know, folk on. Man, you you ain't finna out, dude. You ain't finna bring nobody back to dead. This ain't thriller. Ain't nobody got on no tight leather jacket. That ain't finna happen. But you sit back, you you every day and you sit back, you like, man, call that it kind. Nah, ain't gonna happen. I show some 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 people definitely need to stay down there. So the next one you got is First John four and eighteen. And it says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And the last, and the last one I'm gonna give this this a bonus one, you know, because I was, you know, I was I believe in giving giving you giving you more and not less. And when I was going through um, a lot of things when I was. When I first got up here, you know, being in isolation, it was a lot of fear that I had even um, 
at, at my job, uh, you know, with learning new life, with, you know, meeting new people, you know, that was a fear. But this um, calmed me a lot. And over there in Psalms 46 chapter and the 10th verse, it say, be still. Don't move. Don't touch nothing. Don't try to fix it by yourself. I got it. Leave it alone. Stop messing with it. Be still. I got you. And know that I'm God. Be still. And know I, I'm who I said I am. I'm on your side. I'm your protector. I'm the God that, you, that you've been knowing about your whole life. Even when things weren't going right, when things weren't, where things were supposed to go wrong, they didn't go wrong. And even when things did go wrong, I was still the same God. Be still. God, there's nothing I can do. Good, I, I know. Yes. Be still. And know that I'm God. Two stories. And then I'm going to get on out of here. Two stories that uh, talk about that, that talk about faith. See, this is the mark I got to when I was starting to hear you. But anyway. <clears throat> two stories, um, two stories that once again, along with that scripture that I just read, um, helped me out uh, greatly when I first got up here. So the first story uh, you will find over there in Matthew uh, chapter 14, 22 and 33. Um, and around the 20, 22, 22nd verse, Jesus sends the disciples you know, off uh, uh, in their boat uh, to go to go across. To go on a voyage, to go to, to go somewhere. They was going somewhere. Read you about. Uh, and a storm picked up, and the storm was tossing them, you know, to and fro. Storm. Um, it was like a storm they had never seen before. And Jesus, meanwhile, had was seeing them from where he was. It was almost kind of like a had had a uh, had a bird's eye view, I guess. Yeah, I'm a little sudden, but not that much. But uh, he was seeing them, and Jesus, in all his power. So this, that, and, and this is what I try to focus on sometimes. Jesus walked on water. He, think about things that you're thinking about right now that are impossible. Think about what you would do if you seen a man walking on water. I'm just, it's, it, it. That should have been mic drop right there. Jesus came to them in the middle of a storm, walking on water. And as the clo and and closer and closer they got, here come this word again. They became afraid because they didn't know what it was. They didn't know who it was. They thought it was a spirit or something. And Peter, you know about Peter, you know Peter get a little, little bad rap, but Peter, Peter's good. Peter, he, he turned out to be all right. You know, Peter calls out to Jesus, and he says. This always get me. If that's you, let me come out to you. And Jesus said, come on. Peter began to walk on the water. And I can imagine when he got out of the boat, you know, he was, you know, how when, when you, that, them tub baths, you know, you stick your toe in to see how hot it was. You, and it's hot. You pull it back out. He was trying to test it and see if it was firm. But Jesus said, come. That's what I, that's what, that's, that's what I think. That's what I think. And Peter began to walk, and just like us and I, in 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 our lives and our spiritual walk, you know, during those storms and when things happen, you know, God, you know, God is God is still there. When when 
when when the bill when the bill collectors call them, when the job getting on your nerve, when they won't let you off for uh for for the uh, the two week uh stay stay uh, lock in with you know just be just be happy that you got a job. When those things are happening, we are to focus ourselves on on on, on Jesus. We're to do that. We're to focus on Him. And in, in in those times where the storms come and they, and they knock us and they knock us around, we're to focus on him because the storm didn't stop just because Peter got out of the boat and just because he was focusing on Jesus. No, the storm kept raising and even to the most part that a large wind. Some came from left field. Y'all know how it is in life. Men, y'all know how 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 it is in life and it mad. Some sometimes it just come left field at your job. Sometimes it come left field with the bills. They'll come left field. They'll come out of nowhere and they'll knock you off course. But the good thing about that, even though afraid, even though drowning in the middle of a raging storm and a very violent sea, he called out to Jesus. And Jesus immediately, it says in the Bible, immediately, not, not, to, not when Peter's head got full on the water, not immediately he came to save him. And then he said, oh, 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 he of little faith. Why did you doubt? We get that. We get like that sometimes. I fear we'll drive that sometimes. In those situations where, where adversity seem to be knocking us everywhere, it can be scary. And we'll sometimes get out. But the key is always to keep our eye on God. He focused on us. Even when, even when they didn't even see Jesus, Jesus was already looking at him. He already had his eyes fixated on him. Second story. Um, y'all might have heard of these three boys in y'all church, and uh, for the longest time, and you'll hear this around a lot of churches, one of the boys was mistaken for a goat. So you got the three Hebrew boys, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, <laughs> and they are caught up in what some of us are caught up in sometimes at our job. Um, not status quo, uh, status quo, but certain proceed, certain policies, certain laws, certain things that get passed that you get to a point where, you know, society, society's law versus what God, what God says. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were, um, Doing that, doing that daily task, showing up, showing up for work, and um, Nebuchadnezzar, being the man that he was, the very insecure, the very um, kind of, I guess, it's not paranoid, but kind of guy who he was, he decided he wanted to make a calf, uh, make a make a make an idol that they should worship. Anyway, it gets to a point where they find out that Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego aren't worshiping, and you know, Nebuchadnezzar, who, you know, sometimes people feel like they do so much for you, you should do whatever for them. The board, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar was upset. And Shadrach Meshach said one of the most, one of the most profound things. And he, he, Nebuchadnezzar said that whoever doesn't fall down and worship these, worship this idol, they would be thrown in a fire. And Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego said, um, you know, we serve, we serve our God. And even if even if he doesn't save us, he can. Now that's some type of faith there. That's that's some type that that's some type of faith. That's 
that's a that's a that's a fearless faith. And then, you know, and later on in the story, they were thrown into the fire. And through their faith, laws began to change. Through their faith, the heart of a king who stubborn, hard-headed king changed laws. Over that reason, it's a, that's Daniel third chapter, first through the thirtieth verse. Men of standards, there are going to be a lot of dangers out there. There's going to be a lot of situations that can bring fear upon you, but understand that God, God doesn't operate in fear. God operates with faith, and we know that faith and fear cannot live in the same place. So as you go through your tasks today, as you go through your tasks tomorrow, go through marriages, relationships, meet friends, understand that fear, fear, fear is not of God. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to be fearful of the unknown. You don't have to be the fear of the uh, fear of failure. You don't have to fear the, the 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 various things that we go through in life. It's okay because God got you. Men of standards, it's always a pleasure.